0: Amen. Are Tom. tall? No. Good morning, everyone. God bless you in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I so, so enjoyed the special this morning. Sister Tracy, Josh, and Andrew, God bless you. It's very fitting in what I'm actually going to be speaking on this morning. I also had uh, Brother Nathan uh, min, uh, sing a song, Blessed Assurance, Jesus is Mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. That will probably be my subject this morning. I'd like to thank uh, each and every one of you for allowing me to come into your homes this morning. This is so unusual, as we've said before. I spoke last couple of times when I was overseas, and now I'm home. I'm out of uh, self-isolation as of tomorrow and be back again at the church, but I want to show my deepest appreciation for Brother Tim, Brother Murphy, Brother John Andes, and all that the brothers have done to make this possible so that we could actually be speaking to you from the Word of God, fresh manna, and something that God has put on our hearts that will minister to you. We have a great love for you, and we thank God and prayed much for you over these many days, weeks, and months, and if not years, for some. And so this morning, before I I go into the Word, there's a couple of announcements and different things I'd like to say this morning, and uh, I'd like to thank the amazing technical team that we have at Cloverdale Bible Way that's enabled us to be able to be hooked up, whether it be at your home or Wherever you are this morning around the world that have joined up with us, God bless you and God bless the brothers that God has gifted them to be able to do that. And it's amazing from assembly to assembly around the world and, and around North America that this is a, a gift that God has put in the body so that we'll be able to minister the word of God in these trying times. Who would have ever thought in just a few weeks? The whole world be shut down because of some virus. But I want to say to you this morning, the word of God is still being proclaimed. And we believe that thus saith the Lord, the word of life is still alive and well within the hearts of his children. Satan would try to bring a fear upon the people. And as we have believed and preached these many years, that this capstone of this message casts out all fear. Perfect love, indeed, casts out all fear. So I greet you in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ and to the many saints that have joined with us this morning. Since this pandemic has caused some interruption into a lot of our lives, I want to thank God again that we have the ability to be connected through this Internet and through various means of of um of a platform to speak to each other, texting and by emails. I want to thank each and every one of you for your many, many touching, moving, heartfelt texts, emails, phone calls, Uh, so many. Maybe I've missed some and please forgive me, but I want to thank you from the depths of my heart for all your support, your love that you've given, not only to myself, Brother Biskel, and to the ministers that minister to you on a weekly and monthly basis, wish to th- also thank all those that have have given much towards this work to see this gospel go forth. And the virus, this uh, COVID-19 virus, it doesn't stop the gospel. And the brothers uh, have been working hard behind the scenes, as Brother Tim Dodd uh, directing our missions at arm of the church and doing a marvelous job great burdens in Uganda Uh, as these times get hard for us they'll be hard or even harder for them and we want to remember them and the great need and the great burden that they have many of you have asked or sent emails how do we contribute to the church whether it be through your tithing and offering Those that are in the local area, of course, the church office is open from 9 till 5 every day, Monday to Friday. And I believe uh, the other saints have been contacted by the trustees. So again, we thank you for your uh, love, your love gifts, and your offerings. I'd like to make a very special announcement. We're coming up to Easter, and it's... um, I've been thinking about it because I have had texts this morning from Switzerland. I'm supposed to be in Switzerland for Easter meetings. Many of the brothers that we're very close to would have been out of their local assemblies also because of Easter being a special week for the believers, and they would be over either overseas or at other churches having special meetings. But as it seems, even with this COVID-19 or whatever they want to call it, this virus, all pastors, it seems like all sheep are home. Um, I don't know whether that's indicative, but may the rapture take place. So this week coming up on Wednesday night, Brother Michael Ray will be speaking. And our beloved pastor, uh, Brother Biscoll, will be speaking to us Easter morning. And I deem that uh, going to be a, sp- a special meeting for us all. We love him. We appreciate the vision that he has given to this church, and the very fact that we even have all this internet and um, video and all the sweets that we bought over the years was because of the vision of our pastor. I'd like to thank God also for Brother uh, Kim Dingwall and for the school and the labors of love that they have, have done these many hours to give our children distance education, but that didn't come, um, it came with a cost. And Brother Ed again, over the years, and I was trying to think in my mind how many years it's been, maybe two or three years. Brother Ed's been actually pushing the brothers to get this distant education. And, and you might be we might be thinking one way, but God was preparing us for another way. And I'm thankful for the teachers and all that are laboring now to have our children getting an education. And God bless you to make that possible. So I'd like to make also an urgent request from Brother Tim Dodd. He sent a very heartfelt, burden request for the saints in Uganda. And we want to remember them, not only just this day as uh, Brother Nathan has prayed, but we want to continue to remember them. Brother Murphy sent a text this morning, Brother Caleb. His son has been attacked by the devil. Um, The doctors want to do a, a, a bone marrow biopsy. And his wife doesn't have anybody to turn to for help or guidance. She's called Brother Murphy, so we want to remember Brother Caleb. And as we were praying, uh, we were praying here and also at the church in the, the pastor's study, we are binding the enemy. We stand on, thus saith the word of God. It is a life to us. It has changed our lives, and we have seen the hand of God move too many times. The brothers have been repeating and been saying God knows no space. He knows no time. He's God and he's omnipotent. All our part is to believe his word, trust in the saith the Lord and stand still and watch the glory of God. So I'm praying for these brothers released from jail. I'm praying God would touch brother Caleb's little son. What an attack when this message And this Bible that's been translated in the Chinese language is going throughout China. Satan has come against it. Well, saints of God, when Satan does that, we do the same. We go against him. We will be the David and we will stand before Satan and we will bind him in the name of Jesus Christ. And we will see the glory of God take the head off that devil. So God bless Brother Caleb and Caleb's wife. And we're expecting to see God move on their behalf. Sister Grace Beattie's brother. They have found some cancer spots. They want to do some operation on him. So we want to pray for Sister Grace's brother, for uh, deliverance for him, Brother Milko, and Brother Ron Spencer. And I could say many of us, if we just join together this morning, we all have needs. And I know you're around your loved ones this morning. So could we just bow in a word of prayer and ask the great I am to minister life, minister to our needs. Our dear Heavenly Father. Lord, I'm standing in a little room. but There's many in their living rooms, Lord and you have needs and burdens and wondering lord from day to day how things will take place But lord you've laid a little subject on my heart called blessed assurance jesus is mine oh what a foretaste of glory divine lord a little thought maybe not just for an elder a mother but for young people, for our children, for all of us, Lord, at these times, that we could have this blessed assurance that's unshakable and unmovable. And so we ask, Lord, as we turn to the word of God, that you will speak to us profoundly, that you will take thus saith the word and inscribe it within all of our hearts. I ask it in the name of Jesus Christ, and for your glory and your glory alone. Amen. I believe those are all the announcements that I need to make. Outside of that, we are going back to our normal uh, schedule at the church office or for our meetings. And those will be Wednesday night at 7.30, Sunday morning, 10.30. I think that we can all remember that. That will be... Now our regular service time schedules, Wednesday night at 7.30, Sunday morning at 10.30. And God richly bless you. I'd like you to turn, if you don't mind, to Matthew's Gospel, chapter 24. Matthew 24. Um, There's so much to be said this morning and so much we can say, but would the Holy Spirit just take the thought and the burden of the word and make it alive to you individually. Um, we have not been this way before, as I said a couple of weeks ago, and we have our children around us. Maybe they took church a little bit for granted. Maybe we all did. We have a, a beautiful building, a vision of a pastor, and we looked around many times, and we have looked look to the left or look to the right, and we smiled a little bit, and not thinking we wouldn't be able to do that so I just pray that the Holy Spirit would just renew that in your mind that you have brothers and sisters of course that love you deeply and dearly and we are one body and this precious body here at Cloverdale Bible Way has been raised up by Almighty God and God has used us and will continue to use this body and we are just wanting to be moved and led divinely by the Holy Spirit. Now, as we turn to the, our scripture, Matthew 24. A uh, number of scriptures I'd like to read, but I'd read uh, Matthew 24, verse 35. Matthew 24, verse 35. And Jesus saying and speaking heaven and earth shall pass away but my word shall not pass away maybe you just want to take the time in your little room to to have everybody just near you as we reread it again and if you'd like to follow along and read it out loud that would be just fine too for scripture is what we believe in heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word. I like, as we have been looking at this uh, thought, as, as I was saying from the song, Blessed Assurance, Jesus is Mine. Automatically, when you start to say that, you are saying it as an individual declaration that jesus who is the word of god the omnipotent one the great i am my savior my redeemer my husband my friend my all in all the songwriter penned down blessed assurance that jesus is mine that god is a reality in my own life. We need to ponder these things rather than quickly go over them. We need to ask the question, maybe in our own little heart, a young heart, five, ten, twenty, I don't care. Is Jesus mine? Is he my everything? Have I given him my life? Is this God that would come from glory hang on a cross and redeem fallen man we say it so often and, and yet it never grows old that Jesus is mine and oh what a foretaste of glory divine I'm an heir of salvation I've been purchased by God so then I start to realize you know Satan so often says you're worth nothing we grow up, we go to school, and we don't think we're anybody. And we're the nobodies, as the world would call us. We're maybe not the, the, the cool man on campus or the most popular person down the hallway. But I know one thing. Jesus loved me. And Jesus purchased me. Born of his spirit and washed in his blood. Perfect submission, all's at rest. And so then we get to know this God as a personal God. Then we see these things that are happening. We look around the world and the numbers are staggering. When you see the numbers of people dying, passing away, people we don't even know, we'll never know. And they say, well, it's a thousand, and now we're up to 10,000. Then we'll get up to 100. These are thousands of people that will pass from this life. I wonder, could they sing a song? Could they actually say, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine? And so that's why I'd like to take a look at this little subject, because I, I believe we all need to know that assurance. And it needs to be a very deep assurance. And that assurance in the greek it means something that has been built on or a foundation that can't be moved it comes from a greek word hupostasis which in the greek it says it's a very common word but it means that which everything else stands upon so For example, if you make a contract to buy something, that then is the assurance. Because you've made that contract, everything stands on that. Your binding word is on that contract. It can be in business, so it can be a document. So that's an assured document, signed document. It's based on it. There's a guarantee to it. Transaction has been made. So the whole subject of that transaction is based on it. So I wonder how a person's walk with God, what's it based on? Has there been an agreement? Has there been a real guarantee take place? And for some of us we'll rejoice and we'll say, blessed assurance, he indeed is mine. Others might ask the question, have I really made that agreement? The agreement that my whole salvation is based on? That cannot be moved. And so that's why I'm looking at this subs, or at this subject. And it's something where it says, as a building stands upon a foundation, a structure is held up. And that which is holding it up is the assurance. So now we look at the word of God. We know that it cannot pass away. And so our salvation is based on not just some words, but upon the assurance of God. That can't be shaken, it cannot be moved. And so then when we come into shaken times, nothing's going to move a believer that has this blessed assurance. And maybe you want to stop, and I don't know how long I'm going to be today. But I prayed for some said, Lord, they need that assurance. Because when you come to that place, there's a peace. When you come to that place, there's a rest. That knowing everything is in God's control and all things are held up by the word of God. That's my assurance. So that's why Paul writes in Hebrews 11, verse 1, Now faith is the... Substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So then we have to take a look at what is faith then. And we know faith is a revelation, but it's got to be based on something. So faith then is the assurance that God's word can not fail. God's word can't fail. It is a confirmation. Or as one Greek writer said, it is your title deed to the agreement. My Bible says, call on the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. That is a part of the agreement that you need to base your soul's existence on. So faith is the substance. It's the insurance. Assurance. It's the title deed. It's the confirmation. Because it has been divinely, not just guaranteed by man, but divinely guaranteed by God. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. So then when you look at then the translation of it, Faith, then, is the title deed of things promised. Not just promised, because it goes deeper than that. That faith is the title deed of that which has been divinely guaranteed by Almighty God. So he's promised it. So my Bible said, there no plague shall come nigh thy house. Can you say, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Satan, you cannot have authority over my home. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. Or then Satan comes. As we heard this morning, Caleb's little boy, they want to do a bone biopsy. I say, Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ, my blessed, divinely guaranteed assurance, said, ask anything in my name, believing, you shall have what you ask. Resist the devil. He shall flee. Wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there I will be in their midst. Saints, we have a blessed assurance of the word of God that can not be moved. The Bible says here in Hebrews 12 and 28, wherefore we have received a kingdom. We have received a kingdom that cannot be moved. Then let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. So we've read the scriptures before, but it says things as time goes on and other scriptures become alive, it magnifies scriptures that we've known and read already. But wherefore now we have received that kingdom, this kingdom that cannot be moved, this divinely guaranteed kingdom. (laughs) That Satan would try and tell and lie to you that it can be shaken, but it cannot be shaken because it's thus saith the word of God. We come to a place within our own lives. We can rebuke the devil. We can stand on thus saith the Lord. We can see ourselves as a David in the scripture. We can see ourselves as Joshua taking the promise of God. We can see ourselves like the Hebrew children walking up that ramp into that furnace. Because now we have a guarantee that we understand it's divinely given by almighty God. And that is why Paul uses that word. Actually, it's used. Brother Branham uses it 77 times. The scriptures use it 66 times. But the Bible says in Hebrews 6.11... And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end. That you will take a hold of that divinely guaranteed promise. Not waver, not give up, not throw in the towel. But this is the time where we stand and we have been brought And now given that promise to us individually. He says, let us draw near with a true heart. In full assurance of faith. And that is why saints have got maybe a little thought this morning. And maybe something that will be applicable to your life. Because if we have seen Satan throughout the years. He tries to cause you to what? He seeks to steal, kill, destroy. He seeks to kill, steal, destroy. But the scripture goes on to say that I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. So Satan would try to steal your joy, steal your anchor, steal your confidence. But those who have been built on the rock of revelation, your promise is the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. So we have to go back because now we see the scripture tying together. that it's full assurance. It's divinely guaranteed. And there's nothing Satan can do that's going to shake or move a believer. And I believe if I have speakers all over this room. From every hookup that is listening this morning, I'd hear a resounding amen, brother Tom. Satan ain't going to shake me. I'm going to rebuke that enemy that would try and enslave our lives and put fear on us. But we're taking God at his word this morning. Jesus says this in John 16 and 33. These things have I spoken unto you that in me, in that unmovable kingdom, in me, you might have peace. In the world, you'll have tribulation. But be of what? Good cheer. I have overcome the world. And because he has overcome the world, you have overcome the world. And Paul goes on to say in the scriptures that he has made us more than conquerors. That is super, super conquerors. That is either the truth or it's not. So when the enemy comes in like a flood, God is going to raise the standard of his word in your heart. And faith cometh by hearing, and hearing the word of God. And God sent a message vindicated by Almighty God with an angel that stood before him. And he said, if I've spoken the truth, then let that angel confirm what I've said to be true. And saints of God, all I know is that that's been my blessed assurance because Jesus, who is the word, is mine. Brother Branham goes on to say this. Didn't Jesus say in that day, you will know, That I'm in the Father, the Father's in me. I in you, and you in me. Thanks of God, what dare we looking for? I want to cry out as Jesus took the scroll and said, the Lord hath anointed me. And he took the scriptures and said, this day, this scripture is fulfilled in our ears. So saints of God, let's rise up to what God's called us to. Let's not lower ourselves down, but let's lift up ourselves in the word of God, encouraging one another in the faith. Jesus said, what day? That day you shall know. Well, again, if the speakers were all around the room, I'd say, amen. Amen, Brother Roy Thorne. That's exactly the truth. That's right, Michael Gagnier. That's nothing but thus saith the Lord. Isn't that true? And I could go all around the Ascent. Brother Kim Dainwell. And I could take a look around the room. And, and we could say, Brother Norm Wood. And we can look down to young know, people and say, Abraham Wong. Isn't that nothing but the truth? It's this day. And it's this day. I'm in the Father. The Father's in me. I in you. You in me. There you are then the church of the living God is the anointed body of the Lord Jesus Christ. I could just slow down a bit. But Lord, I wish and pray that you will make this a reality because we can preach it like a house on fire and we can run around the pulpits and we can make this declaration and that it'll be still true. And I'm not belittling that because that's probably what I would do. But it's more real than me now. It's more real. When he says, the church of the living God, I have to say, that's me. I would love for you to slip up your hands and say, Lord, that's me. I am the church of the living God. I am the anointed body Of our Lord Jesus Christ. Walking on earth. And giving every hope and everything. To the outside world. That nothing else can give. Eternal life. But. We have this blessed assurance. That Jesus loves me. Because our spirit bears record with his spirit. That we are the sons and daughters of God. How the Lord has did this great thing for us, and that we see these great truths. Isn't that marvelous? It's just marvelous. So then we can say, as John fifteen sixteen says, "You have not chosen me, but I've chosen you." I've ordained you. That you shall go forth and bring forth fruit. I want you to say to the enemy today. Scripture. Which has been divinely guaranteed by God. It's your assurance this morning. I never chose God. Jesus said he chose me. And I've chosen you. And I've ordained you, I've ordained you that you will bring forth fruit and that your fruit will remain. So it's not having a Christian attitude or fruits of the spirit today and losing them tomorrow. But as we grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. That our fruit will grow and it will remain. That whatsoever, here we go now. Because now we're the embodiment of our Lord Jesus Christ on earth. Here is the prophet now taking the scripture and telling you who you are. And now Jesus is saying... You didn't choose me, I chose you. I've chosen you and I've ordained you. You will bring forth fruit. Your fruit will remain. And here we go. Whatsoever you ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Shout amen, somebody. Amen, Brother Tom. That's the truth. Because the Bible goes on to say in Ephesians 1 and 4, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy without blame before him in love. What a a lovely, lovely, lovely scriptures we're going over this morning. But I want you to realize, saints of God, you just didn't stumble in this. You just didn't stumble into this. Brother Bram said, in things started to be, you just didn't stumble in that little mission room. It was God Almighty. I remember when I was a, I was 11 year old, 12 year old boy. I grew up in Chilliwack. It was the end of the Jesus movement and they had the coffee houses and I'm sorry, the end of the hippie movement and going into the Jesus movement and and they had coffee house down, a coffee ho- uh, house or a red little restaurant in Chilliwack. It was a Friday night and a friend of mine and I would, I, you know, we'd be going across town on our bikes. It wasn't a, a day where you worried about anything. And we stopped by and they were singing, Michael Road, a show, hallelujah. And my friend says, hey, let's get out of here. These guys are religious. And I said, hey, <laughs> I just sort of like that. Well, I don't know how much I like it, but eh, it sounded pretty good. So then, when we got inside, they started to sing other little songs, and something started to tweak in me. And I, you say, well, you stumbled into that? No, I believe God was directing, God was moving. There was something in my heart that maybe there's something there, but I didn't know where to go. Stumble into this, some old coffee house and they're singing some old songs something spoke to me and I trust something can speak to you this morning so you didn't just stumble into this it was God divinely moving you so brother Bram says now he said God if you are married to Jesus and Christ is the word then In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the same was made flesh and dwelt among us. Christ was the living Word. He always was the Word. He still is the Word. He always will be the Word. He was only then the manifestation of God's attribute, for He was the Son of God. Now listen to what He says here. And any Son is an attribute of his father. And just as you were in the gene of your father, in the body of your father when you were a young boy, you were in him. Yet he couldn't have fellowship with you because he didn't know you. But then through the bedding ground of mother, you were brought forth into earth. And you came into the image of your father and then he had fellowship with you. Now here he turns and he says so now were you the sons and daughters of God you put your name there you sister natasha you brother gideon you brother roy you brother marco i don't care who your name is in the church but the ram says before There was a moon or a star or a molecule. You are always a son and daughter of God. I could say to you this morning, isn't that blessed assurance? Then if I've always come from God or I was always in God, that he cannot lose me this morning. I want you to rejoice with me. Because he will not lose one of you. So were you the sons and daughters of God. For you are now the physical manifestation of the attribute. Of that which was in God. There's only one form of eternal life. So for you to have eternal life. Always meant that you were eternal. Eternal. Therefore, as sure as your gene was in your father before your natural birth, your spiritual gene had to be in God. Blessed assurance. That's what this foundation is built on. Thus saith the word of life. They use it in the Greek as a a foundation of where a document is made. And they use it as a foundation or a building, and that's the assurance. That is the ground. But we've been given the Bible as our assurance. It will not be moved. It's been divinely guaranteed of God. And if He has called you a son and daughter of God, there's no plague. There's no sickness. There's no unbelief. There is no devil that's going to shake you from your revelation that God has given you in him. And you can sing this morning with more meaning in your heart. Oh, blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Brother Bram said in spiritual amnesia, he's in me. And I'm in him. He's in me. And I'm in him. Glory to the Lamb. What a message. What a word. What a blessed assurance. We've been given this morning. We have come from mortal beings. From time beings to eternal beings. Things that are to be. When the Word of God lit your soul, we became sons and daughters of God with attributes, the gene of God in us to be sons and daughters of God. Don't take this lightly, saints. This is your blessed assurance. This is where the pedal hits the metal. This is where you tell the devil, just a second, I was a mortal being. I came into the world, but I always was in his thought. I became manifested and I'm going back to him. I'm an eternal being. The word lit my soul. I'm a son and daughter of God. I'm an attribute of God. I am a gene of God. And there's something in me that cries, Abba, father, my father, my father, my God, my God. I say, what blessed assurance is this this morning. Paul writes in Romans 8 and 18, for I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us or manifested in us or unveiled in us. Can I read that again? For Romans 8 and 18 says, For I reckon that the suffering of this present world, we will have tribulation, but I have overcome the world. Be of good cheer. Saying, don't let what's going on here put you in the doldrums. Don't let what's happening around us, we'll do our part, we'll walk in the word, we know who we are, and we'll stand in thus saith the Lord. We're standing on God's assurance, which is his eternal word. I know who I am, for I reckon that the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared with the glory. The glory or God's opinion of sonship, of manifestation, of what God's thinking of you as overcomers. You are his victory. (laughs) You're the church and the bride of Jesus Christ which is being revealed in us. Here it is now in the Greek. He says, now you should consider from this standpoint of faith that the suffering of this present life is not even worthy to be compared to the glory that's being revealed to us and in us. We didn't know what this message was. We didn't have a clue of serpent seed. We didn't have a clue of Godhead. Revelation 18. We didn't have a clue who the white horse rider was. We didn't have a clue what the Godhead was. We didn't have a clue. But that glory was going to be revealed to us. And that glory is going to be revealed in us. It's not just for us to have it up in our mind, saints. It's to have it in our hearts. And that we are to live this blessed assurance. Satan... Look out. We are the sons of God. Not we will be, but we are the sons of God. And I would love to hear a resounding amen around the Fraser Valley, whether it be in Langley, Vancouver, Blaine, Seattle, Victoria. I'd love to hear an amen. Why? Saints of God, because you never found God. You never chose God. My Bible said, as we read this morning, he chose me. And then a prophet comes in invisible union and said, the germ in you, which is eternal, that eternal germ in you found you. So now, here, deity, God is in us. And we look around and we get freaked out. Yeah, we're going to do our part. We're going to wash our hands. We're going to be clean. We're going to do everything that the the health system and order will tell us to do. But we're not going to be afraid of it. We're going to walk in, thus saith the Lord. I'm walking under the banner of his love. And that is the word of God that we're living in. My blessed assurance this morning. You can tell your children that God that saved me Lives in me. The God that saved me is in your mother, is in your, in your brother, in your sister. The germ in you found you. A new union has taken place. The old man has died. And all your sins, can I hear an amen? All your sins are put now in the sea of God's forgetfulness. Oh, blessed assurance. Satan, you can't plague my mind that what I was in the world. All sin has been put in the sea of God's forgetfulness. And by the grace of God, we can say, as one sister wrote, what sin? We don't have sin. God has washed away my sin. The blood of Jesus Christ, as it says in 1 John 1 and 7, the blood of Jesus Christ, can you say it with me? Can you finish it with me? The blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth me from all sin. Blessed assurance. Blessed assurance. Tell Satan, you're not going to rob me of my victory. In this great love divine. I have chosen. The harder way. And it's his way. But it's the correct way. And by the grace of God. We've all chosen. That blessed way. He said if you never were in God's thoughts. You'll never be in God's thoughts. He knowed us. How many. He knowed. And redeemed us. Amen. Well then, anything redeemed has to come back to where it fell. We were born in sin. True, Brother Tom. I'm not proud of what I was. I didn't even want to be what I was. But I didn't even know where to go to change. I didn't even know there could be a change. But I never chose him. He chose me as Brother Biscoe. So often said. Over the last little while. He found me. He came to me. He set me free. He redeemed me. I was born in sin. I was shaped in, the, in iniquity. Brother Bram said. We came into the world speaking lies. Sure we were. But God. Came down. And redeemed us. We're God's thoughts. The kinsman redeemer purchased us and redeemed us and set us free from all weight of sin, all bondage of sin, and all guilt of sin. To God be the glory, great things he has done. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine, if you can give me. Now here I am now, all by myself talking to you, but I don't feel I'm by myself. Can you give me five more (laughs) minutes? Thank you. I got one amen on that. Isn't that what I normally say? But look at history. There have been other terrible times. There have been other critical times in recorded history. We've seen where men and humanity has killed each other in wars. There've been plagues, the bubonic plague in the 14th century killed 50 million people. Hmm. In the China war between Japan, 10.2 million were put to death. How about then the other wars, they said, And through the world wars, there was up to 80 million killed. And these are just a few examples. But I'll tell you one thing, saints of God. God watches over every one of his elected seed of God. Have there been times of great upheavals? Yes, there will. Yes, there have. Will there be more wars? Yes, there will be. Will there be more diseases and persecutions? Yes, there is. But saints of God, we're still here. And we're looking for that last predestinated seed gene of God. And we can truly say then, this blessed assurance that saved me, will keep me, and take me to the promised land. Daniel 12 and 1 in closing says this. Daniel 12, verse 1. If you want to turn into your Bibles. Daniel, chapter 12. Very familiar scripture. Daniel 12, verse 1. And we'll say this in closing. I have much more to say and we'll go on on other days. Daniel 12, verse 1. and it says, At that time shall Michael stand up the great prince that standeth for the children of of thy people, and there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation. Now we talked about bubonic plagues, the Spanish flu that killed tens of millions of people, wars 60 to 80 million people. But the Bible says here, such as never since there was a nation, even to that time. But at that time, thy people shall be, when? Delivered. Every one of them shall be those who are found written in the book. Will we have a time of trouble? Indeed. But do we have blessed insurance? Indeed. Is there going to be testings? Indeed. Will we be delivered from those testings? Hallelujah. Many are the affliction of the righteous. But you know, and all of you can say with me today, but the Lord delivereth them out of them all. Last scripture, Romans 13, verse 11. Romans 13, verse 11. Turn to it and let's read it together, please. Romans 13, verse 11. Very familiar. Verse 11. And that knowing the time that now is high time to awake out of sleep, Now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let's put on the armor of light. In the Greek, it calls out a critical time. It's a critical hour. And now it's time for all of us to wake up to the reality of that blessed assurance that is given to every born-again son of God. Will we be tested? Will there be troubled times? Without question. But every time there was a crisis, every time... As the songwriter, as the song was sung this morning, every time a storm comes, just remember God's in the storm. For your Bible and my Bible says a name, I believe it is, and it's God cometh the storm. Storm brought a plane down for a woman whose son had syphilis. It was a storm that caused that. It was a storm that brought Jesus to a man that was full of devils. We've had other storms of death. There was a little uh, boy named, uh, whose mom was a name There was a storm, a critical time. But then Jesus, the resurrection, came by. It's always at these critical times, at the storms that take place, at the troubled times, we've got the blessed assurance that that same God that delivered our brothers and sisters, for he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, that same Jesus is going to come and meet your need this morning. He's going to meet your need in your living room. He's going to come by your way and he's going to deliver in a supernatural way. He comes when there's times of trouble. He comes in the times of storms. And let us look to the Lamb of God this morning and may that blessed assurance Well up within you that you realize I have received a kingdom that cannot be moved. That's the very foundation, or that's the assurance that the word of God is living in me. Maybe let's just bow our heads in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, this morning... Just taking a very simple thought, Lord. But it was real to me. I can go through all these times, and I've gone through enough, and some have gone through more. But every time you're present, a very present help in time of trouble. And so, Lord, these precious people that I have loved and given my life for, they've given of their substance, and I've lived by would you come in their room? Would you touch their children, Lord? Would Jesus, would you become real to them that they could say, I want this blessed assurance. I want to save Jesus' mind. Wherever they are, Lord. I pray that your grace will be upon our children, our little flock at Cloverdale. Those that have been a part of us these many years that we fail so often to greet sometimes, but we love them. We've received their correspondence, Lord, their burdens and their letters. Would you, in a special way, especially at this time, give them such a confidence, assurance, that they are the sons of God and we will withstand the enemy. And we'll take God at his word. And we rebuke the devil. Lord, we prayed for many this morning. And there's many more needs, Lord, that have joined in. I pray, God, that you will move supernaturally, that you will confirm your word with signs following, that you will bless your people this morning. Maybe a broken up little message from out, but it's from my heart, Lord. I pray that you'll minister to the needs of your people and that you will become their blessed assurance in the name of Jesus Christ i ask it in the name of god amen i know the brothers are going to sign off i sure not a singer I sure could sing Blessed Assurance Jesus is mine Oh, what a foretaste Of glory divine Heir of salvation Purchased of God Born of his spirit Washed in his blood Blessed be his holy name. We love you, Lord Jesus. Till we see you again, God be with you.